Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. How are you doing? Hope you're having a great day. Here in London, it's like 30 degrees. It's it's unbelievable. It's so, it's, it's so unusually hot here compared to a few days ago. Anyway, uh, this week has been an interesting week. Uh, we saw earlier on in the week that holiday plans were plunged into disarray when the government changed the rules uh, on people returning from Spain. This is people who have gone on holiday uh, under one set of rules and are now in Spain coming back under a different set of rules, i.e. that they have to quarantine or self-isolate when they when they get home. And th- this has obviously caused a lot of cancellation of holidays. It's caused people to have to come back early. Uh, travel firms like Jet2 uh, appear to be in trouble because they're, they're saying that they cannot afford to fly out planes empty in a couple of weeks' time when people are supposed to come back from holiday. So they're saying, well, you better come back now. We, we, we've got planes now come back now otherwise your flight in you know a week two weeks time is cancelled so in other words you're on holiday for two weeks on a package tour with a company that said we'll fly you out on you know the 19th of July we're going to fly you back on x date in August and then when you're out there they say well because of the the downturn in going to Spain the flight that would have collected you in two weeks time we would have had a full plane of, of new passengers but now we haven't got a full plane we can't afford to fly that plane out empty to collect you therefore we've got some empty planes this week you don't get on these planes now we're not flying you back I mean what a situation to be in and people haven't got much other choice because you know there's it's not like they say, oh, I'll book another flight with easyjet they just aren't there so and and you know f- Basically, holiday plans have been thrown. It's almost like uh, the somebody from the the Sun asked Boris Johnson during a briefing today. He said, "Have you cancelled summer? Uh, because everything is, is seems to be going wrong." And today, actually, Boris Johnson was announcing further lockdown restrictions and changes to to rules uh, that that is going to definitely put a, a further dampener on on the economy because we were, we were looking at maybe coming out of this and things starting to get back to normal. But now it seems to, he said, we've, we're have we very gently squeezing the brake. We're squeezing the brake, not slamming on the brakes, but just squeezing the brake pedal. Uh, but to me, it's, it's, to some, it seems like they're just going into reverse. But there you go. Um, now, obviously, this has, has implications because the, the economy is, is on a rocky basis. We're in recession uh, you know, the measures this year are going to cost 300 billion trillions of dollars and pounds and euros have been printed uh, to, to cope with this with this problem. And we've got Germany in recession for the first time in 20 years. You know, Spain, Italy, basket cases, America, 44 million people unemployed, you know, nearly uh, two million people went unemployed just in the last week or so. And things are really, really tough. So bad that uh, uh, Donald Trump is, is hinting at cancelling the elections because he probably knows he's going to lose uh, with, with this. You know, no president has, a, has won an election with economic figures like this. So people are going to be really uh, fed up with, with the whole thing. So what, this week, though, there is there is some glimmer of, of hope for the property market in that house prices rose by 1.7 percent 
in in uh, uh, in July, and uh, this this compares to a one one and a half percent fall in June. Therefore, you know we've got about a three percent jump since June. However, June was the first annual fall in in eight years, and prices now are still. 1.6% less than they were in April of this year. So it's not all great news, but at least it's it's showing a movement upwards. Now, a lot of people feel, of course, that this is due to pent-up demand, that people were waiting to move. Uh, they've got their mortgages ready, they've got their deposits ready, and they've just gone for it. And agents have definitely reported that things are busier, that, that you know they've got a lot of inquiries, they're selling properties very fast. And you know, it looks like that there is uh, a bit of a mini boom going on and and also this is partly as a result of the Chancellor Rishi Sunak's stamp duty holiday until next March. So obviously you've got a lot of people who can say, well, if I'm going to buy, I'll buy now and save a bit of stamp duty. Although it, it's not fortunes, but it, it can make a difference to people. Uh, so and if they buy now between now and March, they'll, they'll get this stamp duty cut, uh, stamp duty holiday. Stamp duty is a tax you pay on buying a property. So you buy a property and the government says, thanks very much. We're going to charge you a tax for that, for buying a property. And for buy-to-let investors, there's, thank you very much, another 3% charge on, on buying a property. So for instance, if you bought a property for half a million pound or thereabouts last year, your your stamp duty would be over £30,000. It's obscene. It's ridiculous. That's the way the government raises money from people who are considered to be soft targets. Well, people are not going to wear it anymore. People say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy properties at that level. And that's why they're collecting less stamp duty from the higher end of the market uh, than they were when taxes are lower. History has shown that the more you tax economies and tax companies and tax business people and tax entrepreneurs, the less tax revenue you get. That if you lower taxes, then it shows that your tax take will go up and the government will actually then be able to do more with that money than trying to just tax people out of existence because they're, they're in a panic. Uh, so that, that's my message to the government uh, on, on taxes. But, and, you, and you can see now that, you know, they've reduced taxes on stamp duty and people are now rushing out to buy and their tax overall tax rate will probably go up because more people will be buying and paying the tax than if people are sort of sitting on their, their, their haunches and saying, well, I'm not going to buy at the moment because things are not right. So that's what's, that's what's happening at the moment. Uh, we, we know also that uh, unemployment could soar to, to 10% by the end of the year once the job furlough scheme uh, ends and the recession could last till 2024. In fact, the, the chairman of British Airways said that uh, demand for, for flights and that is not going to go to back to normal until 2023. Now, I went through this week some of the places you can get, uh, the best places you can get a, a good return on your savings. Now, savings are a way of putting a bit of money aside. It's not the same as investment, but the best rates at the moment are with national savings, NS and I, uh, where you can get 1%. Uh, no no penalties, no minimum amounts. And you can also do well in some of their bonds. Uh, you can get over 1% if you tie up your money in one of their bonds. Uh, but, um, you know, that, that's that's a way of just putting your money aside. It's, it's very safe. It's, it's safer than banks because it's guaranteed by, by the government, of course. And if you're not doing so already and you are a first-time buyer, you should be going into the, the uh, lifetime ISA. And if you're on low income and on benefits, you should be looking at a type of ISA that, that is aimed just for people on, on low incomes and on benefits that gives them a 50% bonus on their savings. It's called the Help to Save ISA. 
critics say it's aimed at the wrong people, but it does en- enable people, hopefully encourage people to build up a little bit of an emergency fund or a contingency fund so they don't have to go down to payday, payday lenders that I talked about this week who charge up to 91% for, for lending you money. Even high street banks, if you can get a, an overdraft, charge 40% and credit card companies are still charging rip-off rates of 16 to 20% when base rates are virtually at zero. So what I'm saying is years ago when, when base rates were commonly at 10 and 12%, I remember having credit cards and still paying around 18, 20% on a credit card. And now that base rates have come down from 10%, you know, almost, you know, a thousand percent down, it's come down to less than, than 1%. They're still charging these extortionate rates. It, it, in other words, they're able to get money a lot cheaper and charge us at a much wider, higher margin of, of profit that, than ever before. And, and that's something that maybe the government should look at. That's something I would say they should be looked at and, and, and curbing the, the excess profits that the bank are making on people who borrow money and get, get stuck into borrowing uh, for, for, you know, for perhaps for all of their life. They, they stay in borrowed uh, situations. They stay in debt for most of their life. Remember that when you see a sign saying fast credit, it really means fast debt. So, so just be careful of that. And especially these payday loans, pawnbrokers, these type of loan sharks uh, will, will, you know, keep you in debt because you'll never be able to get out of it. You'll never be able to completely pay it off. And that's why it's important to have a contingency fund, have savings there so that when the washing machine breaks down, you have an emergency, you have a little crisis, as we all do, that you've got the money to pay for it and you don't have to resort to credit cards. If you do have to use your credit card, ideally you should be paying that off every month and not uh, letting the balance ride ride out. I mean, as I was saying earlier this week, um, you know, if you've got a bit of money in the bank and you've got your contingency fund and then you've got, say, £5,000 making you quarter percent, but then you've got a balance on your credit card of £5,000 where you're paying 16 or 18%, you know, why not pay that off? Clear that debt down. You still would have some money aside because when you need money, you can't always get it from a bank. Banks only want to lend you money when you don't need it. But on the other hand, if you're paying 18% on that, that, that five grand, you know, that, that's a lot of money. That's, that's nearly £900 a year. And you're not going to make anything like that on the savings amount in your bank uh, that, that is is there. And remember that if you pay the minimum amount on your credit cards, if you just pay the minimum amount required by, by the lender, the bank said, would you like to pay the minimum? Yeah, I'll pay the minimum. You know, that could take 20 years to pay off the balance. If you just pay the minimum, it could take 20 years to pay off the balance because the minimum payment only covers part of what, you know, it, it doesn't cover the whole lot. It doesn't clear your balance fast enough and pay all of the interest. So you just be very careful of that paying the minimum. Try and pay extra. You can set an extra amount or you can pay off lump sums when you want. So that, that was what's been going on this week. As I said, the the British Airways owner and a lot of the airlines and travel firms are in crisis said that this is the worst crisis in its history. And, and BA, well, the, the former BA was around during wars and that sort of thing, but it and they've had the oil crisis and all the, all these things have been going on. But this is the worst crisis in history. The the travel group Thomson now renamed Tui. Why do they Why do they change their name from someone all people knows for years? And someone said, Oh, well, how about we rebrand it to Tui? Tui T U I. Well, they've got all those shops in the high street, and they have started to close down. One near me has closed down. You know, that's like four or five jobs gone. Uh, it, it's sad, really, but I think 
it 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 was inevitable that this would happen. This 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 virus and this this lockdown has just speeded up the situation. It's just accelerated the program of of closures and people doing things online rather than in person. And and I think uh, one businessman said that the that this this crisis has accelerated technology by four or five years. Stuff that we might not use for another three or four years and five years even is now being used. Like making people work from home, like people having meetings on Zoom, you know, talking to your, your grandparents on Zoom. That you know, No one knew what Zoom was six months ago. And and all these people have been put to work at home and a lot more automation to come. And that's why I think when uh, the, the furlough scheme really comes to an end this autumn, I think a lot of jobs will not be coming back. And we're, we're going to see, uh, you know, millions of people unemployed again, like, like there were during previous crises. And that's when I think the stuff will hit the fan and uh, the GDP and spending will go down. And, and we'll see the only people, the only companies that seem to be doing uh, well at the moment are these, these tech giants, Amazons and the Googles and the Facebooks and the Apples. Apple's profits have soared at the moment. They're selling more and more units. Um, I'm not sure why people are buying consumer goods during this time when they really need to be putting money aside and uh, saving money for a rainy day. Well, it's already raining now. Uh, so if you're not if you're not saving at the moment, if you just keep spending during this rainy day period, then you, you are uh, re- really in, in, uh, in, in cloud cuckoo land unless you've got so much money in the bank, you don't really care. So so that's all really for today. Thanks for listening. Hope you have, we all have a great weekend. Thanks for everyone who tuned in uh, on my, my podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and also on, on Facebook Live. It's, it's always great to see you. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 